Monday. What was Monday? Yeah, yeah. Today, yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm just like moving on. Uh, yeah, it was good. Yeah, we had a we had a good time on there. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to have a bad time with those two guys. So um, that was pretty funny. I'm sure you guys saw all the Photoshop pictures and all that. So that was a that was a good time. Nine games left in the season. A bunch of them are going to be here in the bank starting this weekend. How important are the fans down the stretch for this? Huge. I mean, especially we talk about the position we're in and how much these games are going to mean. Obviously, no matter where we're at, these are going to mean a lot, especially just the last half of your season is always important, no matter if you've, you have a winning record or not going into that uh, stretch. But just to have that home field advantage, and we've, we've gone through a rough stretch or a tough stretch schedule-wise of just playing on the road, playing in London, Thursday night game on the road, all those things. And now we get a we get kind of more of a, I guess, friendly schedule as far as just being at home a couple weeks in a row. Um, obviously, a great team coming in here. Uh, we get to play at home instead of having to go to the West Coast, things like that. I mean, that's definitely definitely good for us. So the fans are going to be huge. I mean, obviously, we've got a lot of momentum right now, and they're a huge part of that. And just bringing that, you know, we've been really successful on the road this year. We need to we need to start winning at home more, and that's a big part of you know with our fans as well. And um, I know that's what they're looking forward to seeing. So we just need all we can get, all that home field advantage. You mentioned the momentum. Does that carry through the bye week, or do you have to kind of restart? <clears throat> I think a little bit of both. I mean, we still we still feel that momentum, that energy that we that we left with, you know, when we took the week off. But um, you got to find a way to kind of get that edge back because it is, you know, you're kind of relaxing, getting your body back underneath you. You have to. It's a long season. We played, you know eight tough games in a row and then now we got a nice stretch so you got to give your body a chance to rest um but now it's today in practice and it started on monday really we had a we had a lighter practice and just getting that getting our legs back under us and getting that edge and practicing hard that's where it starts you can't just walk out there sunday and expect to expect to play with that edge if you didn't all week in practice so i think that's where it starts really today and um as we practice every day of the week deep dive you do into numbers and analytics and all that other stuff. I'm just, I'm just curious, are you in any way a little bit baffled, a little bit puzzled as to why third down is not better than it should be, particularly the short and the third and eight and longer? I mean, you would think, you know, every once in a while you're going to convert one of those, but for some reason that just hasn't happened for you guys in the first half. Yeah, it's uh, like I said, we've talked about it a few weeks. I mean, that's an emphasis for us that we got to get better at, and that's where you, that's where a lot of times, especially playing good teams, you win games is being able to stay on the field on third down. Also, not being in as many third downs. It's, you know, you don't have to be first, second, third down every sequence. You know, it's nice to be to be able to hit a first down on first down or on second down, and so it's all. I think those are all part of it. We got to be better on short yardage. That's something that we've been talking about. We've we've been emphasizing. Um, and then, you know, last week or two weeks ago against Pittsburgh, you know, I thought we were better third down. I don't know exactly what the numbers were. Maybe four minute kind of threw it off at the end of the game. But um, we were definitely better. And we got to continue that, though. It can't just be one week we're 40 to 50 percent. The next week we're 20. You know, you got to be more consistent. And if you want to be one of the best teams at the end of the year, you got to convert on third down, stay on the field. I'm certainly not. You certainly can't pin one one area of concern on any one particular player or one particular facet, but how much do, would having Zay Jones back help, particularly in the red zone portion of things? It would help. You know, he's one of our he's one of our better players for sure, and he's he's a great player and um, really smart guy. That's obviously been in the smart the system now for going on two years. A guy that I have a ton of chemistry rep uh, with, just getting reps together for two seasons. You know, so he would help, um, but. You know the reality of it is where we're at, and um, you know we're, we're letting Zay, 
you know, get healthy and take his time. And so whenever that is, whether it's this week, next week, three weeks, you know, that's not for any of us to decide. He's got to get healthy and, um, you know, we're, we got his back in that. But we got to make the adjustments and, and fill in that gap. And guys are doing a good job of that, but we got to keep getting better every week and get guys involved and all those things. You know, it's, it's got to, we got to have options. And I think those guys are getting better and better every week that are having to step in, whether it's, whether it's Ag, who's had a lot of experience in his career, um, especially here, having to step in in different times when guys are hurt or he just has to make a play. He's, he's got a lot of experience with that, and we trust him. And um, Elijah Cooks, Tim Jones, a lot of guys could, could fill that void. And um, we just got to keep, keep getting better every week. You know, we're finding ways to win. And, um, yeah, we got to be better uh, third down and, and red zone too. But, um, you know, we're finding ways to win. So if we can just keep doing that while we get better, that's obviously the goal. There are many linebackers that you played against, like Fred Warner, just what you've seen on tape, like who does what he does in coverage? No, not really. He's pretty unique. You know, I think just the the mixture of athleticism and physicality, and he's great versus the run, great versus the pass, can cover guys and man, um, a great blitzer, really can do it all. There's not a, a part of his game where you're like, eh, you know, he's, he struggles with that. You know, he can do it all. He's a great player, sideline to sideline, can fly, just has great instincts. And, you know, there's there's a lot of good linebackers in this league, but I'd say, you know, he's he's I mean, he's definitely one of the best, maybe the best. I mean, he's he, he can play, um, you know, so I don't know. He's he's a great player and he's a guy you always got to know where he's at and he leads things for them. He's really smart. I think that's something you notice. And even like playing against a guy like Foyer and practicing stuff, it's like guys like that that are really smart, that see things, whether it's a formation or a motion or a split. They see things before they happen, and th those are guys that are really tough on defense because they just got to step on you because they know where it's going. Um, so you know he's he's a great player, and we're gonna have to have a plan for him for sure. You guys are gonna be the first ones to play against Young and Bosa. Uh, how do you kind of prepare for that without having the tape of them on the field together? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I I think the difficult part of it is that they're both just they're both great players, so that's what makes it hard. I don't think. You know, of course, there's going to be things that you might have to adjust to in the game. Um, you know, you're kind of guessing on where they're going to play, what they're going to do, which side they're going to play on. You know, so you don't really know that stuff, but that's something you adjust early. I think from a planning perspective, um, you kind of you go into it. We've played some good edge guys this year, and uh, Pittsburgh being an example of that. So we're used to having plans for that, but now it's a new guy with Nick, and obviously Nick's a great player, and, and Chase is too. So. Um, at the end of the day, you gotta you gotta win your matchups. You gotta be able to block them. We gotta help. We gotta help our tackles. We gotta um, get the ball out. We gotta run the ball great. All those things. That's kind of what helps. But um, at the end of the day, you gotta go block them. And when it's two ends, you kind of know what they're gonna do. They gotta pick a side, and they're gonna rush, and they're gonna you know play with instincts. And those guys are good players. So I would say not having the tape maybe isn't as big a deal when it's an edge guy. But yeah, we gotta make some adjustments. I'm sure as the game goes on. Does their pass rush make you speed up a little bit? How do you avoid that, you know, getting distracted or, or playing too fast, but just knowing how they're coming so fast and hard? I think, I think you gotta, you got to fill the game out. There's, you got to pick and choose the plays where you feel like you might need to hold it more. Um, you got to be great at taking what the defense gives you. Um, it's a mixture. I mean, we've played, fortunately and, and unfortunately, I guess, it's like in this league, you're going to play. I mean, these guys are pretty unique, but you're going to play really good edge guys almost every week. I mean, like I said, two weeks ago, Pittsburgh, those two guys are really good. Um, I mean, going back, there's other guys that we've played, and then moving forward, there's going to be guys, you know, next week too. So, you know, you, you kind of you're used to having a plan. You're used to being, for, for myself speaking, being back there and having a plan of what I want to do, how I want to start the game, how I want to kind of settle in, 
Um, and then we come up with a good plan, you know, me and Press and, and Doug just together of like kind of what we want to do. So uh, we'll have a plan. I think it, yeah, you want to be smart. You want to get the game going. Um, and then there's, but there's sometimes you got to be able to have explosives too. You can't just, you can't just throw everything underneath and you can't just run the ball every play. Like you got to try to take some shots and take advantage of some stuff in the back end. So you got to have it all, you know, you can't just pick one thing. It's teams are too good in this league to just to be one dimensional. So, you know, we'll have a good plan for them. Your numbers are pretty solid during the five game winning streak. I think you're top five in completion percentage in QBR. But touchdowns, not, not great. But is that, do you feel like you guys are on the cusp of maybe breaking through and breaking out and having a big offensive performance? I hope so. You know, every week you kind of, sorry, yelling this. Every week you kind of hope um, it's that week. You know, we've, we've been, uh, I think we've been a lot more consistent on just moving the ball. Um, not stalling out as much, but then you see two weeks ago we have the we have the dumb turn, turnovers that kind of kept Pittsburgh in the game and, and gave them a shot and didn't let us really take off and, and and blow the game open. So it's something like that every week that we got to fix. So you know you're hoping every week is that week, and we're emphasizing it. We've got a lot of a lot of emphasis on the details of just not having turnovers, being better on third down, and all those things play together and having a clean game. And that's the idea is having a, a game where you can come out of it not any or many turnovers at all, um, being great on third down, scoring in the red zone. It'd be nice to, you know, put all those together this week and against a good team like this, this is the week to do it. You know, you gotta, gotta play well against great teams, obviously. You've had a, a full year and a half now, plus two training camps and what have you to see the evolution of Darius Williams. I mean, he's really taken a significant leap from last year. Uh, what stands out to you about him? There's a lot of things. I mean, uh, really hard worker. Just the way he takes care of his business, I think, is impressive. He's always been that way, but he's just really smart. You know, going against him in practice and training camp and even one-on-ones and stuff when we're just, you know, repping against our guys, he's just really smart. You know, he knows splits. He knows concepts. And I think that's why he can play so fast. He can – there's plays where – we might have a double move on, and for some reason, like he's 12 yards off. And I, like I don't know why he changed. I don't know what he saw. And he he just has really good feel, good instincts. Um, he's really good at keeping everything in front of him. His ball skills are really good, and he plays he plays a lot bigger than he is. Honestly, he's physical. Does a great job tackling too. I mean, he's just he can do a lot for us. And I think you're seeing. I think it's the the mental side is what makes him so good and makes him hard to go against because he's not just. He's not a guy that you're going to get gimmies on. He's not going to let you over the top. He's not going to bite on a double move, things like that. Like He's really smart. I want to ask you about the one play against the Saints. He gets beat on the play, but he somehow is able to recover, leap up, and, and deflect that ball. What about his recoverability when he does sometimes get beat? I think it's just it goes back to – I mean, that's great instincts, and that's just – a lot of that's natural ability. But I think, too, it's he's he knows where his issues are. If, if maybe he takes a chance – Right when he sees that ball, maybe he took a chance. I don't even know the play necessarily. I, th- I remember him tipping it, but I don't know what he did. But if he took the underneath route, he understands if, if he holds on to it and tries to throw it over top, there's an issue. So he knows to get back. And I think all that kind of plays together. And I'm sure he can give you a better answer than me. But, you know, I just think his instincts are, are great. And he's a really smart player.